This is Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 WZEW, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Here's Kelly Finley. A good Sunday morning and welcome to the Community Roundtable. I'm Kelly Finley. Excited to once again be able to speak with you and, of course, share some important information when it comes to our littlest and youngest residents. It's always a good time. And when you can have a, you know, a celebration wrapped around that, it doesn't get better than that. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you who they're with. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. But let me just first say, this guest needs really no introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's she's been here multiple times, and the reason why is because she's always giving back in a big way. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Carrie Benson, and I work for Children's Hospital of Alabama, and I'm here to talk about um, some very, very difficult issues that kids face at our hospital and an event that can um, help them. Well, you know, and, and that's the serious part of it, and the fun part of it is that for a few hours, their families, their loved ones, they get to get away for a moment and uh, help the public understand the awareness that they need to have in order to have a good time at the Barn Boo Bash. So our our Barn Bash has been going on for nine years, Mm -hmm. and it is an event that supports the local clinic here in Mobile, and it's a rheumatology and autoimmune disease clinic. Um... And so this year, we put a little Halloween spin on it since it's so close to Halloween, October 24th. And, you know, there's just not a lot for grown-ups or, you know, families with older kids to do. But there's a lot of people that still love Halloween. Um, it's not going to be cheesy. It's going to be very nice. <laughs> you can um, tell that you're a mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is going to be at O'Daly's and in the back, like, courtyard area. So it's not going to be in the bar. Um, and it will be, you know, outdoors and safe for everyone. So we won't be um, doing the COVID police because it will be outside, which That's was very nice. Good. And, they, and they give you wiggle room. And, you know, if you've noticed O'Daly's, uh, that, that Carrie's mentioned O'Daly's before, you, you've partnered up with them. Right. They are our hosts because we used to have this event indoors. Now that we have to move some of our things outdoors, especially when you're dealing with patients, um, that might be there. You know, we have to keep everyone safe. Mm-hmm. And they um, they don't charge us anything to have it there. They're really great people. Oh, so they're donating their space so that you can have a good time and raise money for a really good cause. Right. So if you don't know a lot about our clinic here, um, you know, you hear rheumatoid arthritis and you think that's just an old people disease. And, you know, the truth is that children get this a lot. Um, we have lots of kids across the Gulf Coast, Mississippi and Florida Gulf Coast, um, who suffer with this. And it is very, very hard because most parents don't know what in the world is wrong. Their child can't get out of bed. Are they depressed? Do they have cancer? What's happening? And they have this disease that is meant for old people. Kids aren't supposed to have arthritis. No. I mean, they can't even walk. They're in pain. Um, it affects your eyesight. Um, people go blind. Um, this clinic also serves um, sickle cell patients, um, people with MS, um, everything that could possibly, there's not a lot that's more painful than these disorders. And before we had this clinic here in Mobile, people would have to drive their kid four hours to Birmingham um, in pain 
and sit around and get diagnosed and get treatment and drive four hours home. And it's just, it's too hard for them. It's way too hard. So we raise money to have a clinic here. We have a rheumatologist that comes here and sees all these kids. Um, there's a nurse that is here locally that sees them in between visits, and their their pain is managed, their inflammation is managed. Um, it doesn't sound as serious as some things, but if you're going through it, it's real serious. That's right. It's your world. Yeah. And not only your child's world, but as the parent or sometimes the grandparent who is helping to take care of your child and you don't know what's going on and so getting answers is is first is the first step it is a very helpless um situation for caregivers because there's not one thing you can do you have to take them and get them treatment most of it is giving injections daily or weekly that's not fun to give no. your own child a shot that no, hurts um a lot of it is steroid based so you know these kids get puffy and they they don't feel good but that's the only thing that helps um so yes, having this clinic here has definitely alleviated a lot of the the pain and, and just drama that goes along with these diseases. And you know what? And I remember we we have spoken about other um, you know other ailments and diagnoses that that children have received. And when you talk about having to drive four hours away, usually families have more than one child. They also have jobs. They right. have um, now you're talking hotel and gas and wear and tear in your car, and of course your emotions are everywhere because you're scared. Yeah, that's a lot going on. And so knowing that we have that right here closer to home, it's it's got to relieve some of that anxiety. Right. And last year, you know, with um, the pandemic, most of this stuff was done via telehealth. Um, but, you know, we've definitely started seeing patients back in the clinic now, which is great. Um, I know I don't do telehealth. I'm like, I just need you to look at me and see me. The, the human touch matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they can go and and get checked out and get the peace of mind and reassurance that you're, they're getting looked at in person. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting their treatments. A lot of them have to do infusions like on the regular, wow. especially sickle cell patients. Um, and that's a lot. Okay, sit still, sweetie, while we, you know. Poke and prod yeah, you. Yeah, and it. put this IV in you for three hours. Right. It's, it's a hard situation. Um, but the good thing about this is that, you know, we see all these patients. If you have insurance, yes, we'll take it. If you don't, we'll still treat your child anyway, you know. That right there, that right there is, is, is a showstopper. Because there are probably families who are going through this right now for the first couple of days or have been and, and have tried to do over-the-counter things to help their child because they mean well, because they know that their insurance is not where it should be in order to get the care. But you're saying no matter where you are financially, you're there to help. Yeah, Advil's not going to cure this. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it takes some very, very harsh chemicals and drugs to, to make these kids feel better and to put them back in school and back in their sports and back in everything they love. Um, so, yeah, absolutely, and especially um, with so many people losing their jobs and their benefits. I mean, now more than ever, it really makes a difference to know that you can still take your, your child to get quality health care and not worry about it that's right that oh man that really touches your heart um we we keep referencing the clinic where's the clinic located it is actually at um the children's and women's um it is you know right there open for everybody um it's it's really nice it's in one of their new buildings gotcha 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really local mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, again, I'm going to go back into when you get this diagnosis and you're just trying, you feel helpless for your child and you're thinking, how far do I have to go for this care? And it's here in Mobile. Right. It's on the bottom floor of the Strata Center. Gotcha. Oh, on Center Street. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you're talking <laughs> about now. That's very helpful. Um, for children who have been diagnosed, now because I, I'm not as familiar with um, you know RA as probably I should be, but that's why you're here. <laughs> is it? And I think about other like let's think, let's talk about when you think about autism. You know, there's different. Your your kid could be different um, on that spectrum in different places. Right. Right. So does RA have that same type? Oh sure, it goes from you know mod, you know not severe to very severe. Uh-huh. Um, the the family that inspired this event, her name is Mary Carlton. Um, she's now in high school at UMS and she plays in the band. She's doing great. But when she was three, I know her mom said they got up on Christmas morning and she just fell down in the hall and couldn't walk and was in just horrible, horrible pain. So that's not a great way to spend your holiday. No. And so they, they went to, um, you know, their pediatrician and, it was just growing pains. It was completely not growing pains. Um, so they ended up seeing a specialist and then got sent to Children's Hospital. That was before we had this clinic. And so through her traveling and, and doing all the horrible things she had to do, her mom said, you know what, we need a clinic right here because this is just too much for our kids. That's right. So she got the ball rolling. And what a blessing that they didn't just say, I need to focus on my kid or my grandkid. I want to help other kids. Because, again, I think we have really good people on this planet. But sometimes we get so tunnel vision into helping those that we know that we forget that other people, they don't have an advocate. You're right. And and being an advocate, I, and I talk to my kids, I always talk to my kids about this, it's you be an advocate for someone else because you know you have an advocate and you've been raised to be an advocate. But other people, don't. they don't have that. Well, and you're right, and they're stressed out mm-hmm. and they're just thinking about getting their child better. Most of our events down here on the Gulf Coast are patient-family-led. In fact, almost all of them are. That's it's, pretty special. It's patients who have a child that has gone through cancer or heart surgery or whatever, and they want to give back. And, um, you know, we even have supporters that have lost children mm. that want to do something to honor their memory. You know, it's there are a lot of good people. There's a lot of sucky people, but there's <laughs> a lot of good people, too. Um, I totally agree on both fronts. <laughs> and I, I do. <laughs> I love when families say, hey, my child is better because of your hospital and we want to do something to give back. So that's nine years later, here we are raising money for this clinic again. I love me some Carrie B. <laughs> Let me just say that. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and I'm sure there are people who are listening right now who are looking at their very healthy children saying, we're blessed. And now that we hear Carrie Benson talking about this event, we want to give back. Maybe we don't, maybe we already have plans that day, but we still want to donate. You take donations throughout the year. Oh, sure. All the time. You can give through our website. It's very legit. It's just childrensal.org. Um, our donations that we get, um, you can designate where you want it to go. You can designate what department you want it to go to. These specifically will go towards, you know, the rheumatology clinic. But if you want to come to this event, it is going to be really, really fun. And it's not expensive. It's $40. Um, and that gets you drinks and food and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, since it is Halloween themed, we're going to do 
some cute stuff. We're going to have some costume contests, and you can bring your pet since it is outside. If you have a, a doggy, please don't bring your spider or snake. Dog. Right, please don't. And, and and may I just say, as because uh, we have dogs, make sure your dog's on the leash. Oh, most definitely. I'm serious, because yeah. some people think, well, no, they're so nice, they're so cute. They are at your house. Uh-huh. When you <laughs> but when they get around people. Yes. We maybe have a designated area. For <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, but you can bring your your pet in a costume and we'll have, you know, games and s'mores and we have a DJ um, this year. And it's just going to be maybe a more, more fun spin on what has usually been a more, you know, fancy deal. I like that, though, <laughs> because I think sometimes we're so buttoned up in suits and ties and dresses and all that that when nobody you're... can even fit in that stuff anymore <laughs> after COVID. Have right. <laughs> you tried on any of your dresses yeah, lately? I'm not even I... talking about it. I just I go through the doorway sideways. <laughs> Please. So you can just wear Come a as you are. burlap sack. <laughs> but, the, but the costume. So you know I have to know because I know many of you may not know her background but um, as a very good dancer and artiste so what are you going to dress up as i'm really i usually try to match my kids uh-huh. but my 16 year old um, he's 16 but he has autism so he still dresses up obviously because he's really like you know four in his head he wants to be freddy krueger oh no that 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 used to give me nightmares i know but the glove has knives on it and yes. when he flaps his hands the little <laughs> knives like tinkle around and he thought that was really cool <laughs> So I'm just going to go with it. And okay. then my younger Spider-Man. So I got to find something in between. Uh-huh. What your oldest. Tell everyone your nickname you have for him. Oh, his name is Rock and we call him Rockstar. Yeah, I love it. I love that so much. And you're an adv- you're his advocate for both kids. Oh, yeah. And you're always out there making sure that other people have. And, and that's what it's about. That's truly what it's about. I can't wait to see these pictures for this. <laughs> So, you know, it's Sunday, October the 24th at 630 at O'Daly's, which is, of course, downtown. And, um, you know, it, it, we have the um, the poster here. And I love the fact that you have the patient's name who inspired this. Because sometimes you have a good time. You're like, yeah, that was fun. But do you know, do you know why we're having this fun? Right. I know. And she'll, you know, she'll be there and they always get up and speak. Mm-hmm. And we've actually invited a lot of our um, patients that are in the clinic down here. So while it's not a, a child event, there will be, you know, some patients there enjoying the party mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we'll have pumpkins for them to decorate and stuff. Um, and Moe's is doing all the food and who doesn't like Moe's? Just come for the macaroni and cheese. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great. I'm so I'm blessed that we still get to have this event since so many things are being canceled. And that's right. That's right. You just there's so only so much you can do virtually, you know. Yeah, I and I I get it on so many levels, but also a reminder to have your mask um, because some people may feel more comfortable. You know, sure. if that's if that's you, make sure you wear your mask. We will spray everyone down. With that- Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love on the notes that it says Boots and Barbecue Barn Bash will have a Halloween spin on the event this year, like you said. Uh, the prizes for best costume, and you didn't say this one, the prizes for best pet costume. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my goodness. We've got some great like <laughs> pet goodie baskets with treats and stuff. Um, and then the, the best costume, we've got some um, passes donated by Owa. And the Paula Dean restaurant. So I mean they'll be good. They'll be good prizes. I love it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. And you know, there's no way that we could get away from the fact that, you know, I haven't seen you since you were awarded um forty over forty. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of you. Girl, you too. I know, but I've already talked about that. I'm talking about you. Tell me what that meant to you. 
um, you know, you do you go through life and you do all these things, and you never really look for recognition. But to have somebody recognize you for what you've done is is really really nice. I'm I'm surprised you haven't you haven't received that for twenty over twenty, thirty over thirty, forty over forty. Well, I mean, my my sister was very nice to point out that she got forty under forty. <laughs> <laughs> Some and I told her sometimes it takes. Um, some people longer to get their crap together <laughs> and do something worthwhile. <laughs> well, you definitely nailed it. You did. You did. And because many people listening were not there, not only did she nail it, but when she got on stage, she busted a serious move. Do you remember that? I do. I would. I would have done more, but I was in a dress. So. <laughs> right. Right. Not that kind of. Party. And you looked so beautiful too. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It, you know, that's when you have to remember how to dress and dress up because it's been so long. Because so many things have been impact impacted by the pandemic. But you know, like calling people out for things that they're doing good, um, that just encourages them to do more good stuff. It really does. You know, when you see somebody. That, and they're doing something and you admire them, tell them. Mm-hmm. Always tell mm-hmm. them. You know, um, water all the flowers around you. That's it. Well, you know, and I always tell people, the reason why I post so much on social media is not to say, you know, look at what I'm doing. It's it's to say, I'm doing this and I want you to know about these opportunities so that you can do it next time. Because too often the same people keep getting to do the same things Mm -hmm. and then people go i wish i would have known about that i would have donated or i would have you know purchased a ticket or my cousin suffering from ra and if we don't talk enough if we don't network enough if we don't post enough then you don't know what's going on you're right so that being said you can sponsor this event also Um, we have sponsorships that gets you like your own private table and and stuff like that, and then, or you can just buy a forty dollars ticket and come and have fun. And you also now, can you purchase tickets at the door and or virtually? Yes, okay. definitely. I okay. mean, you get the tickets on our on our website here. Give childrensal.org mm-hmm. backslash barn bash. We have a Facebook page that you can check out. Um, you can buy tickets at the door. Obviously, we would like to know ahead of time. Yeah. Um, so there's enough food. Yes, it is. It's very casual, laid back. And fun. You have, um, you know, mentioned the clinic here. Have you been able to walk around and see it a little bit? Yeah. What is, I mean, give us a visual. What is it like? Um, it is a lot like, I guess you would say, a chemo clinic. There's there's kids hooked up to infusion machines. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kids just out in the lobby waiting to get their shots. Mm-hmm. And then there's, this clinic actually is very busy diagnosing. Wow. Um, you know, so when... Let's say you your child is in pain, you go to the orthopedic doctor and they don't find anything wrong with your bones and they send you to this clinic to get diagnosed. And but you don't have to go to Birmingham and you get that's an answer true. pretty quick. That's true. That's true, but that's heavy too. What would you say to parents because you, I mean as a parent, you feel it on one side and then obviously professionally what you get to see. But what advice would you give parents who are who are starting this journey? Probably just not to freak out. Um, our doctor that does this clinic, Dr. Manion, she's a very sweet lady. She will listen to you. I mean, it's more like a counseling session for the parents sometimes. She'll talk you through it. And it is treatable. 
and manageable. You just have to get in there and get diagnosed and get on the right drug. Now, I know you're not a doctor, but let, I will ask you this. Are, are there symptoms or signs that, that you know of that maybe patients have shared with you or their parents that, that, they, that they noticed and they didn't say anything about? Like, Is there something that people who are listening can look out for or is there, are there certain tests that they should ask for for their kids at a certain age? I would say if you are ever told, oh, it's just growing pains, Definitely get a second opinion because okay. kids aren't in pain. You know, kids are kids. They can, I mean. They're resilient. Yes. Have you ever watched football? I mean, <laughs> you know, I? <laughs> any sports, like yes. they can take a lick in and keep going. Mm-hmm. If your child's in constant pain, go get it checked out and don't try to treat it with Advil. Um, you know, if, if my kid looks at me funny, I take him to the doctor, but there's not a lot of parents that do that. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I mean, I mean, you don't want to, to grow a child to be in the hypochondriac, um, you know, um, lane. However, you have to, again, teach your kid to be their own advocate. When, if something's going wrong, to speak up. And it takes years for kids to get, be able to get like that. And this is one of those disorders that you need to catch it early. It's way more treatable and manageable if you catch it very wow. early. Wow, you're always so helpful. All right, let me let me do this because for those who haven't had the pleasure of meeting you in person or or hearing you when you came on um, the other times, let everyone know which school did you go to when you when first of all where were you born? Birmingham. And which high school did you go to? I went to Shades Valley High School. Where's that? It is um, just like in Irondale, Alabama, which is like a suburb of Birmingham. Gotcha. Okay. And then what, how did you get to be, I I call you the spokesperson for children. (laughs) They would probably hate that. No, no, they would not. (laughs) They're like, where'd all these donations come from? But how did you get to be at children's and do what you do? Wow. Um, Definitely not what, it was not my path. You know, I told you I wanted to be a Laker girl, and then I wait, have, wait, you did. You wanted to be a Laker girl? Oh yeah, like Paul Abdul Laker. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. And um, I have a degree in psychology and forensics, so that has nothing to do with my um, chosen career. So, a Laker girl who does CSI and, and dances for the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, after I um, graduated from college, uh-huh. um, which college? I went to Jacksonville State. Okay. And I got a job at a local child abuse agency as their like development fundraising person. And that led to a job at Children's because I wanted to do it on a larger scale. And I've been there for 18 years. I love it. I mean, they're going to have to like totally fire me because <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> no, and you can't. You, you, you're helping so many families. And all your years, um, you know, what stands out to you the most? I think actually... I love planning events and it's fun, but honestly, I like getting to know these families. They become like your family because you're around them a lot. You know, you know who's sick in their family. You know when they're going to get treatment. You check in with them. You get Christmas cards from them. It's like my family's fairly small, so it's like having an extended family that I love. And they're always so appreciated and happy to see you and um. I think I just like working with the families the best, but in an, like an outside capacity. I couldn't be a nurse. I would cry all the time. Oh, I, I, I always say between nurses and teachers, those are angels on earth because the patience and love that they have and, and the strong stomachs 
Oh, I, I, I have to leave it there for yeah. sure. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Speaking of that, you also, as if you have, as if you have 27 hours in the day, because you must, you do so much, but you also, from a nonprofit standpoint, do something on your own where you help families get their groove on. Oh, sure. I, I run a, a little dance company called Dance Without Limits, and it's for children and adults with special needs. And it actually does tie in because many of our patients at the hospital are our students, you know, lots of kids with CP and, and downs, they have heart problems and they go for surgeries and, um, and, you know, I actually have one patient, her name's Ava. She's a cancer survivor. She, um, is one of our volunteers now and she's great. Yeah. How old is she now? Um, she is 14 and she comes and helps Vincent who has down syndrome every week and, they are just two peas in a pod. They Snapchat all the time. And I mean, it's really, you know, that's her way of giving back. Look, you had me emcee one of your events and I never been. And you're like, all right, now when you walk in here, understand it's a zoo. It, it, it. And you described it perfectly. And it was the best atmosphere because you have kids at different, uh, different ages. I didn't realize how young the kids were going to be in, in the finale or the, the, um, give me the word. Um, the dance, it was a dance. Like at the end? No, just the entire, the entire event. Oh. Um, you put on the play. Oh, it was Broadway. Thank you, yeah. Broadway. I didn't realize how young they would be or how on the other end of the spectrum they would be. Yeah. And how, what is it called when you, when you have your um, volunteers connected literally connected what yeah, is yeah it's like um it's like a giant baby carrier it's called yes. an upsy uh-huh but you connect their feet to your feet and you hold them on your waist like with this belt and it's a really amazing contraption yes it and is and so kids that aren't ambulatory and that can't walk or sit up are able to stand up and dance and do all the things that their friends are doing i was in tears connected to a human connected to a human i was in tears because it was so beautiful and so natural and you think about you know sometimes those who are nonverbal they can't obviously say anything but but what their mind must be processing that they have this ability to move like everybody else it's it's the coolest thing ever especially if they've never been in one before um those kids, they smile and, you know, their parents are crying and they want to buy one too. They're real expensive. Um, <laughs> they look like it. <laughs> um, I mean, essentially, I guess you could rig one up yourself, but I don't know how safe that would be. Right. Um, but yeah, it is really fun. Those are, some of those are, are patients too, you know, so you see them and they're like, when you go in the hospital for your checkup, then I'll see, you know, it's funny how things just cross that's right. Cross That's paths. Right. But you, and you're helping them to give them something forward to look to and toward and the parents too. They get a break. They get a break. You and, would think they're all like in there stuck to the window watching their kid. Uh-uh. They're out like having margaritas <laughs> right. at the Mexican place, <laughs> running to Target. I know. I was walking in. I'm like, where are these parents going? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they, I mean, you do need a break. I mean, especially we have one mom with twins and they have autism and they're bigger than her. And, you know, I mean, they're a lot to handle. So when she gets there, we let her go sleep in her car. We're like, go, do whatever you got to do. That's right. I'm glad you're saying out loud what many people have to say behind closed doors. It's hard. We need help. And I need a break. You don't have to be Superman or Superwoman or Wonder Woman all the time because, I mean, your emotions are just really, it's taking a toll on your emotions because you love so hard. You want your kid to be, you know, there to reach their full potential. That's not only special needs, but it's parents of these 
patience that we have to, you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You completely lose yourself in your child's treatment or your child's therapy appointments or you just lose yourself and you don't even remember what you used to enjoy doing anymore. So it's nice to have a break every once in a while where you can go just, I don't know, get a manicure or listen to music that you used to like when you're growing up. That's right. Or, or grocery shop in peace. Yeah. I mean, just little things that many people take for granted, right? I'm just, I'm just so happy you acknowledge that because so many people are trying to live that social media perfect okay. life. Yeah, it's okay. Look at my page. And my <laughs> perfect family. Even though little Johnny just like <laughs> crapped all over the kitchen floor. You know, it, it's not perfect. I, it's not. I would love it if we would just have like one day of honesty. Everybody mm-hmm. just write down what that actually happened that right. day like if you're going to do a before and after picture make your before the real before yeah. okay don't don't act like <laughs> you didn't filter that exactly <laughs> we we know we already know all right carrie bidson so tell them one more time date and time all right we got a little <laughs> off topic i'm so sorry no it's perfect come to our boo bash it is sunday october 24th it's going to be at 6 30 it's in the back courtyard of O'Daly's. Bring $40 and we will feed you and give you beverages and you can have a good time and you can wear a costume if you'd like. You certainly don't have to, um, but it will benefit a really great cause. Even if you're not associated with this cause or Children's Hospital, just come and do it because it will help a lot of children. And if you have the best costume for you or your pet, you get some great prizes. Yeah, we do have some good prizes. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. Will you come back again? Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Community Roundtable. Keep it tuned to this Sound of Mobile station. Coming up next is 251 Now with Kelly Finley. You've been listening to Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 WZEW, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Tune in next Sunday at 7 a.m. for another edition of Community Roundtable on the Sound of Mobile.